This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and my boyfriend recently found out how they combine grapes and apples, and he's really grappling with it. Oh, my God. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Bad. Stupid. <laughs> Barb's dancing it Thank out. Thank you. I didn't write uh, it in the thing because I didn't want to ruin it for you guys. No, I'm glad. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and COVID is a hoagie. Ah? Mm-hmm. Uh? Instead of a hoax. It's a... Oh. Also, oh yeah. Gotcha. Less <laughs> less successful pun, whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm Jess Barker, and I'm hungry, but I'm tired of every food. Mm-hmm. And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara, Brandy, and of course, Big We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies to ladies. Ladies to ladies. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're so excited to have you here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, can I tell you guys that I'm drinking a smoothie I've been trying to get through for the last Ooh. two hours Ooh, it straight? Looks like I, poop. Yeah. I'm so close to it being done. I've got like a you know quarter. what? I'm here to tell you don't give up. Give up. <laughs> That's our no. main function in life. We're yeah. here to tell you give up. It's okay. okay. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate that. Yeah. It feels good to have been told just to quit something in this life. <laughs> um, let's bring on our guest. Oh, my God. We are so excited, so honored to have a drag mm-hmm. superstar join us on the podcast. You can check out her podcast, Race Chaser, and she actually has a comedy special that's out right now on Out TV. It's Alaska Thunderfuck! <laughs> I love it. Can I do a joke intro? Oh my yes. You all did. Yes. Okay. We would love it. Yes. Have you heard there, you know, everyone is starting in OnlyFans these days. It's true. Even this 180s band uh, and, and the, the OnlyFans page is called Huey Lewis and the Nudes. Hey. <laughs> yes. You fit, you fit right in there. Perfect, Alaska. <laughs> Very funny. Only I've been waiting for years to see Huey Lewis naked. You know, so it's only a matter of time. Everyone ends up on Cameo and OnlyFans, <laughs> and it's gonna happen. I yeah, imagine. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to do the cameo. I'm like, do you do the cameo first or the OnlyFans? Which one would I knock out? I guess I would do my OnlyFans first when I first wake up, and then get dressed. They should combine it and make it a cami ho. I think that's what needs oh, to come yeah. out of this. Oh, very that. Yes, very absolutely. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I actually do. I want to do this. I tweeted about it, but I want to do an OnlyFans where they only it's one line. It's one picture and you just have one line at a time. So like oh. they have to experience it like back in the like old the school old internet days. porn days. So yeah. I'm going to take one hot picture and every time you pay five bucks, you get one like quarter inch of it, basically. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's just good business. I love it. I think I Actually, I'm gonna do it, but I actually have to like take the photo. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> gonna uh, figure it out. It's beautiful. Um, can I paint a picture of like how picturesque Alaska looks right now? Please. She has this amazing banana leaf backdrop. You have like a a, a tiger mock tiger. turtle. Yeah, mm-hmm. a tiger mock turtle with like a gold chain. Your hair mm-hmm. is on point. Are you wearing uh, makeup right now? I can't tell if you have a concealer or something on because your skin's beautiful I, always. You know, I j- I. I think it's just I turned up retouch my appearance on uh, or uh, touch up my appearance on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Oh I just God. turned it up really high. No, yeah. I'm wearing I'm wearing so much makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I have been using the touch up my appearance feature a lot, and I can just say that now my front case facing camera on my phone is a nightmare, even more so than before. It's uh, rude. It's like showing every pore. I got the new iPhone and I was like, how could you do this to me? 
<laughs> I don't want to see the a medical examiner's like view of my skin. Exactly. Like at a certain point, we really have to call it quits on the resolution. We don't need I'm- that much resolution. <sighs> No, it's, you're absolutely right. I'm getting a exactly. fucking iPhone 4. I'm, I'm giving up and I'm going back. Yeah. I'm Frankly, going back to Nokia with the Blackberry. Snakes. I don't need yeah. to take me back. That's what I want more than anything. Ugh, that brick, uh, it was with me through so much. I dropped that thing in a hot tub like three times and it survived. Wow. It was amazing. <laughs> so, Alaska, tell us about this comedy special that you just had come out. It looks like you're doing a bunch in it. Um, it's a one uh, night only engagement. I'm do you know what I'm doing the absolute most in it, and I should have just I should have just stood there and told jokes, uh, but I'm a drag queen and I'm really extra. So I was like, okay, we're gonna do music numbers. Um, we're gonna have a drag contest. My friend Jeremy's gonna do um, crystal singing bowls, Ooh, and like we're yes. just gonna do it. Ooh. Oh, so we had to do like we had to do it all because I'm extra and I'm also not a comedian. Uh, shockingly, um, I'm a drag queen who dabbles in humor, and so I was like, I can't just stand there with a microphone. That's what real comedians do. Well, you That's know what, and hard. we appreciate that because you do see people that do that that aren't comedians. <laughs> That shit can be rough. Yeah, I love it though. I love all the. I love the spectacle. Yeah, yes. add it all in there. Who cares? That's what we're here for. I mean, comedians are boring. So it's tr- <laughs> no. I mean, I have so much respect for comedians. Like that is that is literally so hard. I I'm literally a, a drag. I'm like a, I'm a sight gag. Okay, I, like I don't I don't have to. It's it, I really have so much respect for comedians who can who can fucking do that. I do think, oh I mean, I think part of the reason Drag Race is such a popular show, though, is because, like, drag is an art form that does require you to be so much more than even a triple threat. And you have to be good at shit that kind of doesn't have to do with each other. Like, I feel like if you're a comedian, like, yeah, of course you can, like, write sitcoms because you can write a joke. But, like, right. the skill set to be able to, like, be really good at makeup, but then also, like, improv <laughs> and doing the splits, it's, like, so disparate. <laughs> It is really wild. It is a lot. And like, it's very rare. I mean, even on like, even on like top model and stuff, it's like, Mm -hmm. you're, you're still, you're still kind of being dressed and you're still like sitting in the makeup chair and you're being, but on like drag race, it's like, okay, do your own hair and makeup, um, bring your own (laughs) outfits. And, um, and then also we're going to like light you on fire and make an outfit out of flip flops. Go. <laughs> yeah. So while I haven't done that technically, I do feel like I've done comedy sets that felt like that. So it does feel right. emotionally. <laughs> Same feeling. Yeah. Yes. And where everyone is expecting you to handle everything too. And you're like, great. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the room is yours. That's how I feel. I used to have a joke about it, but and, and God bless, like I can't wait for in person exercises classes to return. But my pet peeve in LA is these classes that cost like fifty bucks a pop. And then at the end they hand you a paper towel and a spray bottle. It's like I just paid fifty dollars for a Pilates <gasps> class. So I'm not Wait, are you no. asking them to wipe you off or no, what you they want no, no, no. you you have, want to clean, you to clean your mat. you have to clean your oh. mat and your whole works but it's like what the f- I- no <laughs> what is the fifty dollars covering? Exactly. I guess just no. your brand. No. No, 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 I don't know. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's just to say that you went to Orange Theory or whatever. Yeah. I guess it so you can awkward, like take the picture. It's an awkward moment because everyone's watching each other. Like I'm watching who's wiping your shit down, and you're like kind of keeping track. People are handing out the little, the you know, mm-hmm. the little wipes, and it's just kind of like we're all doing this. Okay, yeah. we don't. I, we shouldn't be, but we are. <laughs> honestly, it's gross, but I do respect the bitch that's just like no. And they just put their dirty map back up on the wall and they walk out. I every once in a while you'll see that. And it's just like, move. you know what? You you've like stood on the hood of an ex's car, but in this moment, I love to see it. God, I haven't been to an in-person class in a while. It's just hard because everyone in LA is just so hot. And it's like I know. Why are you hot at a workout class? Fuck you. This is where I go to get hot. I'm not hot here. Leave oh me alone. God. I can't. I can't work out in public. I can't look at. I can't have people looking at me working out. Really? I, I have. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I can't do it. I've never. I've never gone to a, an in-person workout class. I. I know they exist. Wow. Yeah. That's all. That's the extent wow. of it. Wait, and That's you live. Good. You live in LA, right? Or New York? Mm-hmm. LA, and you've never. So, like, surely you've been. Uh, 
people have attempted to coerce you into going to one. No. Really? Uh, no, I don't do it. Drag, no, absolutely not. No, I do it in the secrecy and privacy of my own. I, I will never take a fucking selfie like I'm working. I'm at the gym. Here I go. No. No. Well, also, like, the hours are very incongruous, I think, with probably what I would assume a drag queen schedule is like, because they're usually either done by 10 a.m. or they start at, like, 7 again. And it's like, no, no, no. I, like, wake up at, like, 4 or 5. Yes, ideally. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in, the, in the old days, I bet you you're, you're you're such a powerhouse at this point that I'm sure you've, like, have an assistant that's like, here is your orange juice and a muffin at noon. And let, let's <laughs> what get your day is going. This, Randy? I don't, it's like I don't. In 1980s Have you seen this breakfast? smoothie? I don't know what breakfasts are. It's a fucking nightmare over here. <laughs> oh, my God. First of all, I love that you imagine that my life is that. I wish I had a fucking assistant to give me a fucking muffin. Guess what? No, I'm racing around. I'm, jump, I'm bouncing off the walls by myself completely. It is. It's like a drag race challenge. No, yeah. not to get myself dressed. And then... And I'm the tech person and then I'm the lighting rig mm-hmm. and no yeah I'm doing it no but um, I would love to I'm taking applications for assistance actually on your recommendation <laughs> most important skill is can you bring orange juice in a muffin mm-hmm yeah what a beautiful you gotta start squeeze today. that shit though that's some mm-hmm. we need some some muscles to be put into that orange juice don't fresh, give me some Tropicana Fre- yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who's fucking with Tropicana when we got Simply in these stores, too? You know what I mean? Oh, that's true. I mean, I think that is what, yeah, we think... I think like when you're starting out hustling and in, in something like drag or comedy, you are like, yeah, those late nights and stuff. And now it's when you're trying to like run your own empire, it is just like your schedule's fucking crazy and you're not going out. You're just like, I need to like try and be an adult and get eight hours of sleep so that I can maintain <laughs> being a person. Oh, it's- Oh, it's completely that. I'm like 10 o'clock rolls around and I'm like, oh, yes, it's bedtime. Oh, yes. Honey. <laughs> so it's like so now when like gigs start to return and I have to be like doing a show until two in the morning and then go to the airport. I don't I, I don't I don't know how it's going to happen. No, I, I don't Same. know. How it's going like, to I feel yeah. like collectively for performers, what happened is like we all came home and like kicked off our heel, heels in our bra and now the world's like now get back out there there's a party you have to be at and you're like i already fucking took off my bra no right exactly <laughs> yeah exactly no i mean i yeah i feel like i aged so many years during this and it just like i became like a housewife and now i'm like excuse me like going out after <gasps> 7 p.m no you gotta make a I housewife know. a hoe again <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please uh... save us. Have there been um, have there been like drag Zoom shows? Because there's been a lot of like drag comedy shows. So I don't know if like that's been a thing that's happening at all. Um, yes. I mean, you know, the world ended on a Tuesday and then drag queens on a Wednesday were like, I have a show on, on Zoom, on uh, yeah. Twitch. We are the same. Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's great. No, yeah. dra- it's, it's very inspiring to see how adaptable drag is. It's mm-hmm. very, very inspiring. And I, you know, uh, and I love it. And, you know, it's hard for, for us, you know, as performers, because it's like, Oh, so every every place that you work at is shut down now, and you're also last on the list to come back. Mm-hmm. Yep, we feel that yeah. we're very in the hard. same boat yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we need it the most because we're like sensitive people, and we need our art. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all right. Whatever. This is why I'm in a community college again. <laughs> but we really do. We really yeah. are. Ne- it's it's very. I was talking to my friend Nick about this, and he was like, he was like, it it's it's very uh, easy to feel like shit during this because you're being told that you're not essential, whether you're an entertainer or a drag queen mm-hmm. or comedian or whatever. But the truth is, it's like I wouldn't. I know that. I wouldn't have gotten through all of this past year if it wasn't for Drag Race on the TV mm-hmm. and Drag mm-hmm. Queens on Instagram Live and, like, all of that. So, like, it is essential. It makes the world, you know, less, like, horrifying and terrible. Exactly. I mean, yeah, laughter yeah. is the best medicine. And, yeah, a luxury, once you get used to it, is essential anyway. So, people exactly. are... <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, where's the first place you're going to like travel once it's safe? Do you have a, a dream place? Oh my god. Well, I don't I don't know, but 
The first thing I want to do when it's safe to do so. Well, you know what? Actually, I'd love to go to fucking Australia because they have never heard of COVID. They, they've they forgotten that it even happened. They're just like down. They're dancing in nightclubs. They're just like, it doesn't exist. So I want to go to Australia and I want to dance in a nightclub to Chromatica and mm. maybe possibly be on drugs while I'm doing mm. it. <laughs> that sounds really nice. And thank you yeah. for reminding me about Chromatica because I feel like I was really into it for a couple of days and I forgot not to keep, I need to keep listening to it because that album is such a fucking bop. It really is. It bangs. It bo- And you know what will be a, a good reminder is if you ordered merchandise uh, from the Lady Gaga store, it probably still hasn't come. So when it does come, mm. um, uh, it, it'll be a reminder because it, it, they literally the Chromatica merchandise has taken like eight months. Oh, to- <laughs> Gaga, get it together. <laughs> I bring it it's not her fault. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. She has an assistant. She can just do no in there, yeah, stuffing t-shirts yeah. into mailers. And- <laughs> what do you guys she think? She takes it to the post office. What do you exactly. guys think Lady Gaga has for breakfast? Now, I can see an orange juice and a muffin there. Um, I could, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could, too. I, yeah, keeping it humble, out of the gate, on the run. I could see you know. I could see her being very Malibu, very green juice. Like I was going to, yeah. yeah. I was going to say mm. a smoothie or something like mm-hmm. that. I think she oscillates depending on a mood. I think there's several options available in that fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not to speak for Lady Gaga, but. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a million options in that fridge, and it just yeah. takes one. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we, we just did a like a Patreon hangout last night with a couple of uh, fans, and we had two. One was from Australia, and one was from New Zealand. And they uh-huh. were, were like, so how's it going? They're like, oh, yeah, everything's great. been fine. I mean, we did, we did just have to lock down for three days because there were a couple of cases, but now everything's okay again. And I was like, imagine, imagine just a country that could just be like, okay, everybody stay inside for three days, and now we're okay. <laughs> imagine. I mean, imagine. Yeah. It's very okay. happy for Okay, them. and I'm sure I'm sure it was mostly policy that got Australia in that place. But if you've ever mm-hmm. like partied with Australian people, those are like hardy people. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll get it together. So are you saying they'll their hardiness is what got them through? I'm saying it's not not what got them through. Okay. Yeah. I do I thought you were maybe saying like it's conspiracy because it's like we know they want to party, so they were not staying inside. Oh, uh, could be that too. No, but they just, they're like I don't know, I feel like you always meet an Australian when you're staying in a hostel. Like they're just kind of always like out and about and like being wild and being adventurous and like I just they just feel like people who can withstand a lot of infection and they stuff are. like that. They're well, very That's strong. true. Yeah. Well, I think when you get three months off a year to like explore the world and experience things in yourself, mm. it's like you're the, the color comes back to your face because you feel alive. You're not chained to a desk. It's a beautiful, right. you know, you do feel alive. Wait, they get they get three months off a year? Yeah. It's like, it seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just making this up. Oh, I just totally they supported do get you, like Brandy. A... I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, it, it's it, like what I used to drive for a lift for a few years. And every time I would pick up Australians, which is often, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I have like the next three months off just to like ex- explore. Yeah. So I don't know if that's all Australians, but it was like. All the ones that I would ever lift, they'd be like, yeah, I like I'm in the United States for a month and a half and then I'm going to go to South Africa for a month mm-hmm. and a half and just, you know, just see what the world is like. Yeah. And I'd be like, what? How how do I be you? Yeah. How could I? Wow. So, I, yeah, maybe this yeah. this collective immune system from all this getting in Brandy's lift and going all over the world okay. <laughs> led them to the yeah. coronavirus. It was a real like a reverse. um, Oh shit! What's the Disney theme park where you see all the countries? Uh, Epcot Epcot. Center. Yeah, my lift at a certain point felt like a reverse Mm -hmm. Epcot, where I was like the center point, and then just different people would be like, "And now you take me to." (laughs) You know the the depressing part: Swedish people would come and they would want to go to IKEA, McDonald's, and the Comedy Store, Uh, and sometimes Walmart. They were like, "We want to see a Walmart." Yeah. Oh my god! That's what other people think of us is Walmart. (laughs) Of course, they want to see Walmart. (laughs) And I don't blame them, frankly. (laughs) Yeah, no, not at all. (laughs) I like that answer, Alaska, that you want to go to Australia to like party and stuff because I feel like exactly they like they kind of haven't, you know, had to deal with it as much. They've kept their shit on lockdown. I don't want to go. There's people who are like, yay, Disneyland. But I'm like, I don't want to go to Disneyland right now. It's still like creepy. Like I need to wait until America's a little 
has their shit together. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's actually that Disneyland should be the last on the list to fucking reopen. We should open drag clubs before we open. Fucking yeah. So Disneyland, you're telling us Disneyland we're less is- essential than Disneyland? Come on. Disneyland is popping. It's popping off. It's going on right. It's open now. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, the one in Florida never closed. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, and like no, no, no. at Disneyland, they don't even have like I feel like they go through such great pains to make you feel like the outside world is not inside. Like, isn't the whole point yeah. of Disneyland that even the trash cans have Mickey Mouse on them? So like, right. how can you enjoy that experience when we're living in the COVID of it all? Like, I'm not trying to have like a plexiglass wall in the middle of Splash Mountain, you know? Yeah. No, I 100%. don't know how. Well, I, I will say, how. I think this is our second podcast where we threw a little bit of shade on Disneyland, and I'm a little nervous. For the- Disney's oh. going to shut it down. No. <laughs> come for That's me, Disney. True. Fucking try it. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying Disney, but I think Disney stands might come yeah. for us, and we I need to be aware. I will put it out there. I've said many times I love Disneyland. I, I did ecstasy at Disneyland, and it was like the best night of my life. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> Really? Yeah, do it. Do they have drinks at Disneyland <laughs> they, or no drinks? They just started. They're opening a bar they, right now. Yes. They yes. knew wow. that people were like, see, all right, now, we got to be realistic here. Yes. See, now I'm like, okay, maybe I could see. <laughs> <laughs> that was always the thing. It's like, wait. So all the things that I hate from the outside world, mm-hmm. waiting in lines, um, loud children, families, groups, large groups of people, all of these things are concentrated into one place where alcohol is forbidden. <laughs> Keep me far away. <laughs> Keep me far away from this place. No, not fun for me. I will say one of my favorite sights in the world is a child at the end of the day at a theme park where they're just <laughs> in a stroller <laughs> sobbing and just prostrate <laughs> just because they just have seen too much and they're just like, <laughs> that's, that's me upon entry. <laughs> that's just the internal drugs first. They did, you know, take them right. in. Yeah, you're set. Um, Fucking beautiful. We're gonna take it. a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Alaska Thunderfuck. Hi. <laughs> I'm listening. Hello, <laughs> caller. Now we got some like very serious um questions to ask you. Yes. So we're gonna okay. we're gonna roll okay. the roll the theme song. Business. Business. Please be advised. Questions. Business questions. Are we moving the needle? <laughs> We've got business. Pull up a chair. Would you like some water? Business questions. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're good. That's a hot track. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Pretty it's fun. just so Pretty embarrassing, fun. and we just don't have the wherewithal to make new ones no and just, i think that no they're perfect I we don't them. have to I play it either them. we could drop it in but we like to sit here awkwardly and like stew in our own we like to force stink. the the guests to be a part of it yes they i like a, it yeah yeah absolutely okay i'm, I'm a big fan alaska of um tell me your biggest weakness oh okay 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 um <laughs> well first of all i would like to thank all of the hosts of this podcast, Lady to Lady, um, Babs, Brandy, and Tess, I would like to thank you very much for having me. Uh, in question and answer portion, in answer to your question, <laughs> what is my greatest weakness? I would have to say my greatest weakness is that I care too much. Uh, being someone who cares as much as I do, it can be very difficult and taxing, but I believe that the work and dedication that it takes to make the world a better place is ultimately worth it. Thank you. I am contestant number 73. Wow. Alexis Thunderstorm. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'd say hired after that. Yes. That's a very <laughs> professional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. Our, our, our question and answer is not very long. Uh, <laughs> well, but on the flip side, if that is your greatest, your biggest weakness, what do you consider your biggest strength? Oh. Oh my God. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... Well, what is my actual greatest weakness? Not, not well. Yeah, yeah. 
There, I don't know. There's so many. I'm rifling through the, <laughs> yeah. the frailties, insecurities. Uh, no, I mean, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I love. That. No, there's so many. I'm like, I'm like insecure, and I'm jealous, and I'm sad, and I'm angry, and I'm like, you know, like all those things that just mm-hmm. like. It's like Blanche Devereaux says it's like it's like feeling magenta because it's a combination of all the it's like you're you're green with envy but you're also blue but Oh, I love uh, this. You, you're afraid but you wouldn't say you're yellow. And so <laughs> yeah. it's like so it is like I, and I guess it comes down to like I guess my like the way to remedy that would be like meditating more, which I do a little but I should probably do more to just mm-hmm. like sort of sit back and like look at the swirling madness yeah i i feel like meditation is good but yeah like I, i'm sure it does in the grand scheme of things help but sometimes i'm like okay so i'm now i'm just aware of it yeah <laughs> but that's it yeah it's being able to say hey this is being able to like diagnose why something is happening is half the battle well i think i think, yes. I think knowing yeah. the bad or whatever i don't want to call them bad parts of ourselves but you know the weaknesses is good mm-hmm. but at some point it's just like okay that's what i am i don't fucking um it's like yeah i'm not necessarily gonna be able to change that like i have to accept my weaknesses too and accepting them and also uh and also another weakness oh now i'm on a roll um <laughs> i'm also horrible at communicating um. and when it comes to like important things or if i'm feeling insecure or whatever like communicating it is also something that is immensely helpful is like it evaporates it as soon as you have a conversation like about it but getting to the point where i where i have the conversation is literally such an uphill battle for me and something i I'm constantly like trying to. Is it because you can't express it or because you don't want to like have the conversation? I don't want to have the conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, The slight. And even though I know, I mean, it's insanity because I know that it will make me feel better. And I know that it is the solution. And but I just am like too much of a coward to do. (laughs) Well, I think sometimes difficult conversations, too. Like there's this practical aspect of like. There's never a good time. And so, like, it's going to feel like this weird premeditated thing if it's something that you clearly have been wanting to talk about. So, like, I Mm -hmm. find it can just be, like, literally, like, hard to find a time to do it. It's hard to schedule it. Hard to schedule (laughs) it. Well, it It is. is. You know, when you're, yeah, when you have those situations where you've been, like, having an argument in your head with somebody, it's like, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to present this? To- <laughs> right. Because yeah. they're just having pancakes. Like, they don't know. Yeah. Right. They're just having their muffin. Right. And you're like, you're like, I just need to talk to you about this conversation we had three years ago where you hurt me. And you're like, yes. I find that a visual aid usually helps. If you pull out a poster oh, of some oh, kind, okay. they're like, oh, okay, we're, right. we're in for something. <laughs> No, I think it can definitely be hard, especially like, you know, I feel like a lot of performers have like a people pleasing part of themselves, too. It's like we want to make people feel good. So like Mm -hmm. putting ourselves first in order to make people feel like uncomfortable in a moment goes against every compulsion that we have to to be on stage. So it's like it's hard to get over that place, you know. Um, Okay, Uh. but then Alaska, what are your strengths? What's your greatest strengths? (laughs) Um, uh, I guess I'm sort of, uh, I don't, um, I don't worry about, like, I've always sort of run by the, um, the philosophy that, like, it's better to, um, to have something done than have something perfect. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have, Mm -hmm. I generally have no problem being, like, it's good enough. Just put it out in the world, which I think is That's something. Great. It's, it's something that a lot. I mean, it and and myself as well. But sometimes, but like it is very like I don't know. Is it good enough? It's not. It's not perfect. It's like the. I know that I. I know that I've had. Um, I've had success at just saying, eh, what if I just fucking do it?" Mm-hmm. You know, which I guess is good. Totally. I think well, that's great. Yeah. No, I think that's a great skill. I always yeah. like I always think like with the finished product of anything, there A are going to be things wrong with it and people yeah. are gonna have shit to say. So there is like a certain point. Like I'm fine with people saying these things being wrong with it. Because you might change it and then some other shit's wrong with it. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's nice too because you're not like I, I mean, like I've, I can definitely suffer from pretty hard perfectionism sometimes, which ends up me beating myself up, which is you become right. like you don't you become inert. You don't move. So it's like right. being able to just be like, I'm done. You aren't saying shitty shit to yourself. You're just like, nope, that's it. On to the next thing. And it like allows you to actually continue being productive about things. Yeah. It's a huge strength, I think. For I, sure. Yeah. I was having like talking with my therapist about some stuff and and I was just like, oh, I don't know if I worry if this thing's going to be bad. And she was just like, yeah, so what? Yeah. What if it is? And I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, yeah, and then you'll just move on. You'll do something else. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. My life doesn't end after whatever this thing is. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's great. That's a great. I mean, I feel like that's an amazing quality to have because, yeah, I think so many of us get stuck on, you know, perfectionism. So, yeah. And it's been really hard, like being, uh, being like sort of trapped in the house, which I think has triggered, or it's yes. triggered uh, my my like insecurity and sort of given me more time to sit and think and ruminate. And so, like all the things that are just trapped in my mind are just like there. Mm-hmm. And so it has been a struggle. And so it's like it's like getting the muscles going of like, nope, just fucking do it and move on. I mean, yeah, that's where obviously, yeah, not being able to perform on stage like really hurts because that's just the ultimate yeah. like, ugh, it's uh, it's out there. You have to like it's your turn to go up. You have to fucking go up. Like no matter what, like they call your name, you gotta yep. do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you seem like such a confident performer, Alaska. Though, do you like? Do you feel confident when you're on stage, or was that? Did you fake it till you made it? Like, I feel confident when I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. Because it is, it is like a trust fall. I I think, uh, um, uh, it it because you're like you're I'm I get so scared beforehand, and I'm like oh my god, and and then you get out there, and the ball starts rolling, and it's like okay, this is working. All right, yes, I know how to do this. I I've, I've been doing this for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah I mean, I can, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And and having that like taken off the table, and not having that, I think it really has made me like very like much more insecure than I have been in since I was like a child mm, for because sure. because it's like and you can't replicate it with fucking social media I mean social <laughs> media is a fucking God, no. garbage dump <laughs> yeah I fucking hate it so much and I'm so bad at it and I stay away from it because it makes me feel so bad about myself Same. and so therefore mm-hmm. I'm not good at it and so it's like I just can I just have a room of people and a microphone please <laughs> yeah oh, yes. give me that yes. all of that like, yes preaching all of it yeah yeah it's I think that's what's been so hard is we've kind of had to replace it with social media this year and it's just it, everyone's a fucking asshole and you're getting no yep. release and it's just mm-hmm. like no. what is yes. this this is not a substitution no we all no, went from like all. marlboro reds to like some shitty blue vape <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh. oh my god i can't wait to come back yeah. I can't okay. wait to go back to just performing so much that I'm so busy that I forget that I never use fucking Instagram. <laughs> yes. I do that too. Yeah. I don't think that you're supposed, like I think you're supposed to care about social media, but I have just kind of quit. Like I kind of, Good. I, I'm over it, but you need it. Yeah, I don't that's know. good. Why do you? Is it? I feel like you need it. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Um, I mean... Do it. Quit. <laughs> Hang it up. Yeah. Yeah, is is Instagram the one that you find the most toxic, like or, or like that gives you the most anxiety or? Um, uh, yes, yes, I do, yes, I do, because it tells you how many people, um, how many people like it, mm-hmm. yeah, and how many people like um all of my contemporaries things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, everyone hates me. I'm a piece of, sh- I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit and I'm ugly and no one likes me. And oh my God. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. I wish they had an option to be able to just be like, look, I don't care who likes it. I don't just like, let me just post it. And then to avoid. Well, but of course care. we yeah. care. That's the problem. Even if we had the right. option, I don't think I would take it because there's some sick oh, part of me that wants to see the hearts. 
Oh, in a heartbeat. I would just be like, nope, this is, I, I like the thing I'm putting out. I don't care Here's what you think about Sharks. it. Here's our new Sharks. It's called Black Hole, and you just post it, and you never see any response. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Hell yeah. And also, the thing about it is, is like, I don't like what I'm putting on. It's like, I have, wait, I have to sit here and take a picture of myself, mm-hmm. and I have to do... Do I, what face do I do? This is not art. This yeah. is just doing it so that I am putting things on my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is exactly. not, this is trash. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping that people like my trash. It's not something I care about. It's not something I worked hard on. Mm-hmm. It's just like a thing to maintain this thing that I hate. So it's like, fuck. I fucking hate it. For sure. And those photos are also like taking that moment out of their lives and they should be thinking why they need to have a comment in the first place too. It's like if everyone just like actually had a void of like time to just sit and think for themselves as opposed to like scrolling and judging. It's like, no, no, no. Just like why? But like, what about you? You're, you're a creator too. There's something inside of everybody to put out there. Yes. Mm. All right. Next business question. Oh, okay. okay. Um, okay. Alaska, sell me this pin. <laughs> uh, well, um, it has been, you know, it has been described as a pen, um, but I mean, it could also be described as a pencil. Um, you <laughs> see, the the feature of this this particular pen is that it's made of wood. Uh, this is balsa pine. Um, it's a really, which is a sturdy wood, um, and it's lined inside with lead. This is number two lead, Ooh. so you can use it on tests. You can use it on quizzes, standardized <laughs> tests, um, college admission quizzes that you're taking um, by by yourself when someone is um, taking pictures of you to make you look like you're on the rowing team. You can get into <laughs> Harvard, Stanford, any of the big five. Wow. You can get in with this pen and, listen, we all make mistakes. Okay, mm-hmm. listen, we've all made mistakes, okay? But I'm telling you, if you make a mistake with this baby, you can erase it. You see this rubber? It's featured <gasps> with this rubber mechanism on the end. Uh, it just, it looks like a little nubbin. And you take that and you rub it across your mark. It's as if it never happened. It's wow. erased. It's it's an eraser of sorts. Oh, my God. Uh, so that is why this pen is not only versatile, but I think you need it. If you have a void in your life of any kind, mm. this is the pen that's going to fill. Oh wow. my god! Sold. Absolutely sold. Absolutely a sold. Pen? Finally, what I've been looking for in a pen—a pencil. A pencil. I am ready. <laughs> Did you just have like RuPaul challenge flashbacks that felt? <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, and it's like the. Oh, and you have to like it's on the um, Home Shopping Network. You have to be like, you know, even the kids can get into this, right? Oh, yes, the kids love this. So you have to like tie I it into family. Home, I, I used to love just sitting and watching that forever because like they just have to, the vamping, they just hours mm-hmm. about the same so product. Good. Oh, I love it. They're so good at it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I went to college in uh, Philly and Q- <laughs> QVC is there. And like oh, the wow. QVC people are like the the uh, hosts are like weird minor celebrities in Philadelphia. So like they like are on parades and things. And you'd be like, oh, my God, Bob Bauer socks is here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Or like a, or like Liza on Home Shopping. Oh, home shopping oh. Network. Oh. Liza, someone called in and they were like, Liza, hello, I'm a musical theater major. And she was like, <laughs> Like, that's what made her laugh. <laughs> Wait, I'm I trying to find... find... I did not know Liza did QVC. Oh, there's a few amazing... There's a few amazing clips of her. And she just, like, wasted the whole time? She was... I don't know if she was wasted, but she was on another plane of existence. Oh, my God. I love her so much. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so 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 good. Yeah, uh the Liza collection secret sequin jacket and tank set. Fucking There's beautiful. Some good oh shit my god. Too. There's good clothes. I need that. I just I just rewatched Liza with a Z a few months ago. Oh um, my god. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. You guys, Wait, is that the like one woman show? Kinda? It's a concert or? and like the first half it's like a cabaret and the first half it's just like, you know, her doing songs, and then the second half is all songs from Cabaret. 
Oh, oh but it's word. like her in her prime, like right after she played Sally Bowles and like y'all like the outfits, the dancing, it's like the hottest, sexiest, like most Liza oh. thing of all time. Like you watch her in her prime and you're like, she is just like, like she's so oh good. my God. She's like, it, it's just like, she's a, she's like a beast. Yeah. Yeah. She really is so talented and crazy. Oh my God. I just love she's her. She's just legs. She's like fucking oh, olive oil legs. Her. Just like. Yeah. Yeah. And like when. Just so good. When do you see female performers like sweating like LeBron James? You know, she's out there just right. like. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait. I'm going to share. You like the clothes? Huh? Yes. You like the clothes? Oh, yes. I got, um, I got the blouse. The oh, star. good. Oh, good. Thank you so much for taking my call. It was a great thrill. Well, it was thrilling to talk to you, and I'll remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, perfection. Perfection. We're going to take another break and look at some more Liza. We'll be back in a second. Hey, we're back in Lady to Lady and Babs. I'm Brandy. And I'm Tess. And we're here with Alaska. Hi. We're going to do Lady Problem. One more hot track. <laughs> if you have lady problems, you can send them to us at lady to lady comedy at gmail.com or you can call them in at 323 but 30 That's that's our phone number. Six but 30. Yes. Six, it's six but 30 somewhere. <laughs> All right. We got a voicemail this week. Let's do it. Okay. Hey guys, my name is Dan Paul and I'm just calling with a lady problem. Um, I am sometimes a lady. I am also the drag queen Candy Shell. Um, and yeah, I, mm. oh, I, and this kind of has to do with Candy Shell. Um, I'm, I'm living in Honolulu with my husband. We've been married for six years and, um, my doing drag and my kind of drag career has always been like sort of an issue with us and we're we've been really struggling and he is not going to continue at his job next year and so he might be leaving Hawaii and I don't know whether or not I should go with him I I I've felt judged and not super supported for a good chunk of our marriage. And now I'm, uh, and now he's meditating and he's realizing that he's sort of been heaping all this judgment on me, but he's still not sure if he knows how to stop. And there's a lot of love between us and we're in therapy and I really hope that we work it out, but something in me, I don't know. I, I don't know if I need some kind of space or maybe I should stay behind for a little while because we would be moving in with his in-laws. Ladies, do you have any advice at all? I sure would appreciate it. Love you guys so much. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you, Candy Shell. And wow. I mean, I think the in-laws says it all. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that tipped the scale for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's so much going on in there uh, I mean well oh wow I mean well uh, uh, you know I can't be like on straight talk and be like uh, Dolly Parton and be like pretending to be a doctor and tell them to get a divorce and then then they drunkenly show up to one of my appearances and say you you ruined my wait, life wait did that happen <laughs> In, in the, the movie, movie Straight, Straight Talk. Talk. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> you actually um, we did we did have somebody once who we were like oh dump him and then the boyfriend listened and like wrote his, yeah, his side he of was the like story. actually uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's true it happens yeah, yeah. it does happen <laughs> but like well okay so i'm not gonna say dump him because marriage like i i believe in like marriage and i believe in commitment and i think that's i think that's something that you've built together and you obviously have stayed together despite your you know, seeing things differently when it comes to drag. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think sometimes you have to, um, you have to be away from something in order to like realize that you miss it. So maybe this is an opportunity. You let him go ahead, move in with his in-laws, you stay behind and you say, I'm going to be doing drag and I'm going to be fierce. I'm going to be sickening. And then maybe, you know, Maybe you'll miss him really a lot, and maybe he'll miss you really a lot, and be like, you know what? I don't care if you do drag or not. Like, you should come back and be with me. So, uh, maybe, or maybe you'll find independence, and you'll be like, I don't need his fucking ass anymore. I that's what I, that's what I think you should do. I think that's a good plan. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're th- this person sensing that they need some space. Like, they're kind of like saying that yeah. in the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yeah. will say, like, I do want to say this. Like, no matter what. Don't like let your husband's view of drag approach your view of drag because like you also have a responsibility right. to yourself and your relationship mm-hmm. with yourself and like that's clearly something that's mm-hmm. really important to you and so like I feel like his husband needs to accept that like in order to like love that person he has to love like the whole person right right yeah, yeah. well and I think I mean, it's also figuring out like where his issues come from like is that internalized homophobia is mm. it like you know there's there's a lot of different places of where that could come from that he needs to really understand you know what's going on there i i don't it didn't i I could see it also being a thing of like the lifestyle of being a performer can be tricky like if you're more of like a domestic person Mm -hmm. and you're in a relationship with someone who is out doing shows until two o'clock in the morning like maybe then it is a matter of like you guys need to start scheduling like breakfast dates or whatever but like no matter what i just want to say don't give up your shit just because you know your husband has a bad attitude about it no a thousand percent and it doesn't sound like i don't think yeah they're Mm -hmm. saying that but Totally. You, I, I really like Alaska's suggestion because it does, you definitely need a break of some kind. And, you know, whether that's ends up being like the nuclear option or not, you need to like see what it's like to have some space and let him go mm-hmm. and, and know that like you're going to be able to figure it out from there. It doesn't have to like be the end if he does end up going without you. You can kind of just see where yeah. you're at. Yeah, right. for sure. Lots of couples it seems to take like a little separation to kind of figure shit out sometimes. You know, that is, yeah. that is a thing. And it can bring you back together stronger or, you know, it's time to say goodbye and let that relationship evolve into to something else. You know, yeah. but yeah, I think it's I mean, totally makes sense. I also feel like his husband might be relieved because this whole in-law situation might be much more doable if it's just the husband and not like the entire right. couple moving in with the parents. He, That's oof. true. I can't. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't. That's... I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah it kind of sounds like the right. best for everybody for right now to yeah. just let him <laughs> like, go. Yeah, you can kind of do your own thing and see what that's like to not have that judgment around you. I mean, that's a lot. Like, that's right. the kind of thing that really fucks you up even when you don't know it, you know? So having that right. gone will probably be a relief that you didn't know and, and you can kind of see how you feel then. But yeah, but yeah, don't, you know, it's not, it made me, you know sad <laughs> i don't want you to be unsupported in your relationship i mean that's yeah. not okay all, uh, also all that being said i have to say that drag is a horrible messy like to awful like it, it'll ruin your house it'll ruin your carpets <laughs> there's gonna be glue and glitter everywhere so like i kind of like i understand uh be you know the husband not liking drag because drag like I, I it was really hard for my college roommate when i first started doing drag mm. he was like is this gonna be like all the time and we were really good friends he was like this is like a lot it is it's the crazy hours it's the lifestyle it's the like mess of it all it's the hoarding of the of the clothes that you have to do in order to do this crazy profession mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's not worth it i mean obviously it is worth it but it's also like hugely like the most inconvenient hobby and profession to go into <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
That makes sense. That's a lot to take on as a partner, for sure. And depending on whether you came into the relationship with that, too, if this is a newer thing that you're kind of like taking on, it's not, you know, obviously they should support you, but it's also like, whoa, this is a new thing I wasn't expecting or whatever. Right. So that can be a lot, too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would make it's like almost like if I just brought home a cat without asking Sean. It's like it lives in. <laughs> yes. Like this oh, is yeah. gonna be a thing now. Deal exactly. with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a thing. <laughs> For sure. Well, and I do think that also in relationships, like no matter what everybody is doing, like it is important to be like be mindful of the time that is your relationship time together. And I think Mm. it's like, you know, we're all performers. We're all, you know, inherently workaholics because of that to a certain degree. So it can Mm -hmm. be so hard to be like, okay, I need to just go on a date right now with you and just be with you in the moment and like not be thinking about all this other stuff and like answering emails and blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, so also make sure that, you know, if you guys do keep working this out you are both like making time like for the you you're 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 loving that relationship as much as your drag career you know and putting that into it mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely that's really important to remember mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely an important thing and i am absolutely horrible at that i <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I say all of this it's 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 hard it's a really hard thing to what do. what do you guys think is the advice that you give the most but like don't take at fucking all well i think like i i was thinking yeah. about this actually when we, were ta- when we were talking about um having those hard conversations because a lot of the questions we get written into are like about having a hard conversation with somebody and like right. the advice we give i'm like i I'd be hard pressed to see myself doing this half the time because it's really fucking difficult to have these kind of conversations. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Yeah. I think like that when you're just like, yeah, just tell somebody, you know, like I said, like about the thing that hurt you from a long time ago or whatever, approaching someone about those when it's not like and also especially like relationships are one thing, but friendships like relationships, friendships are different because they're so like they don't have that like end point that a relationship could have or something, you know, it's just like a whole different thing so right i think that's the Mm -hmm. hardest stuff when i give it i'm like i don't know if i'll ever do this Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i'm very bad at putting myself first i think often and i don't realize it either until later and then i'm like oh i thought i what had my best my best intentions at heart but i don't you know and like being cognizant of that i think is a is a big big thing that you know work i've worked on a lot Mm -hmm. for sure yeah i think for me it's just like confrontation like, I don't like confrontation. No. So, yeah, anytime I'm like, yeah, you tell them that. But in reality, I'm like, yeah, okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, in meditating, too, I'm like, that's the thing that I'm like, oh, I'm sure I would, that would be great for me. But, like, I get one minute in. I'm like, okay, I got shit to do. Like, I just don't. I'm so oh, yeah. bad at, like, taking a yeah. breath. I just get too obsessed with, like, no, no, no. I got other stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a trip? Because, like, how could you not it's crazy that it's so hard for all of us to literally just we can't sit somewhere for five minutes yeah. 10 minutes that's crazy mm-hmm. i've started doing it i just don't meditate i just like sit but i don't like you know oh well that's good <laughs> yeah it yeah. is it, it's it's and it's an entire like society and like everything is set up to make you feel like if you just are sitting there and like focusing on your breath like that is like people are like well you you're you look insane you you look crazy it's like <laughs> yeah. no yeah. like mm-hmm. and and also it's like well, wait so you're not doing anything you like you're not working wait you're you're not working and you're not consuming someone else's work wait <laughs> what is wrong with you? you're insane you're crazy it's so weird, yeah. but it is like the literal best thing you can fucking do is just sit there and listen to yourself breathe. But mm-hmm. it's it looks like you're, you know, I don't know. Or right. it looks like you're yeah. doing nothing. Yeah, like, so. I haven't been, yeah, social media, I've been so fucking busy that I haven't been on as much. And I'm like, I think mm-hmm. people think that means I'm not busy because I'm not posting about doing stuff but it's like but yeah. i am i'm too busy to talk about exactly <laughs> it's also okay if you're not busy yeah <laughs> yeah I, yeah but it, but it is hard it's like we are we are set up where it's like our society wants us to believe that like our identity is our output or what we consume and it's like yes. if you choose not to do either of them then like do you have an identity 
Right. <laughs> well, and then I worry too because it feels like, oh, is this a waste? Because I do have this like never ending reading list and shit I want to watch. And like I've got yes. my highbrow shit and my reality shit right. I want to catch up on. And it's like, uh, right. is this a good use of this time when I could read this article or do this thing? So I, I struggle with that too a lot. Mm-hmm. I do the, yeah, and same to, thing. Yeah. And, and I mean, the answer is like, it's, it's literally, even if it's like 10 minutes or five minutes, I'm like, I, if I literally take this 10 minute break to keep myself from going crazy, like it's not it's it's only going to help. It's only going to help mm-hmm. literally everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, like it's literally yeah. that's a, it's like it's it's free. You can do it anywhere. Yeah. It's life changing. Yeah. It changes your relationship with everyone else. It's like the most it's kind of like yeah. water. Right. Like th- why is it so hard right. to drink water that comes out of the sink? Right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> And for hundreds of thousands of years, it didn't. I mean, we have right. the best water of all of humanity at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I think about this all the time. I mean, I was talking yeah. with Tess about this, or was it on the show? Or I was just thinking about all the stuff that we, yeah, like when, you know, we had to work to survive, like as cavemen or something. And now we're just like, I don't know, scrambling all the time and just making up shit that we don't actually need. We have a, a lot of us lucky enough to have the things we need to survive. So the rest is just kind of like the cherry on top, but we kind of have made it into like so unnecessary. So true. Mm-hmm. So true. Uh, well, well. Yeah. That said, <laughs> that said, you know what? To create content I'm with just going to say, I'm just going to say, sometimes it does pay to waste time because the other day I went impulse shopping and I bought like my favorite thing I've bought in a while. I bought a one piece black like unitard that I decided is going to be my uniform for the summer and I'm just going to wear different jewelry. And so I was really excited when I bought it and when it showed up and when I got to wear it the first day, which is all to say. <laughs> triple threat. That's Work. a triple threat. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, any last words for Candy Shell? I mean, I think, yeah, try to, you know, s- set him free and see what happens or set I yourself think so. free. Yeah. A little, sp- right, a little space. Consent- yeah, because sometimes you can tell people and tell people, but sometimes you have to show people, and it's like, oh, I'm so annoying. Okay, go over, th- go live with your parents, and <laughs> <laughs> see how annoying drag is. <laughs> yeah, see what it's like when I'm not there for you to talk shit about the weird stuff your parents do. Exactly, right. yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. absolutely. Let us know how it goes, Candy. <laughs> Let's. Yeah. Um, listen to one last. I just want to hear another piece of Liza. I'm sorry. Well, no, <laughs> please. Not sure I've ever apologized. I don't know what Play it's it. going to be. We're Let's just going to find out. Let's see what we got. Putting on everything that socks you in and everything. Mm-hmm. Again, you put this on and then you do what you want to do. <laughs> sit like you want to sit. Because all you have to do is really do, the, do this. That's These it. clothes look great. That's right. And your arms are important. Yes. <laughs> How about. And your arms are important. They are important. I feel like she's a poet. You know how they make those like those urban outfitter books of like Bob Ross. We need just a book of Liza on QVC. (laughs) It's true. Holy shit! Please. Yes, let's make it. (laughs) Liza, beautiful. Um, Um, Well, Alaska, where can everybody find you and what you're up to? Now that we've talked about social media. <laughs> now, I know now that I've talked shit about Instagram and how I fucking hate it. My Instagram is <laughs> um, it's at the only Alaska five thousand. Um, and I actually no, I hate I hate I hate posting selfies of myself, but I do promote everything I'm doing. Um, on Instagram and you can go to alaskathunderfuck.com um, uh, and you can like find everything there as well. So. Yeah, And I will, I'm just going to pimp, you have really, really cute merch. My sister sent me a picture of her little pound cake brush, I think it is, oh, or mirror yeah. before I was podcasting. Oh, yeah. yeah. So check out Alaska's merch because it's cute as fuck. Get some Alaska yeah, merch. Watch the yeah. extra special comedy special <laughs> on Out TV. And yes. Thank you so much for doing this. It was great to meet you. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Y'all are amazing. Aw, thanks. All right, everybody. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. 
Hi, ladies. Love the show so much. I recently discovered you through the Exactly Right Network um, and have been binging you ever since. Your show is exactly what I've been looking for in a podcast, and I just love it so much. Anyway, I've been binging past episodes, and I just listened to the one um, with Michelle Balloon from 2018, and Tess started talking about how she hates that Sean um, never wipes his dick, and he always has... <laughs> Um, like a little bit of pee drip in his underwear. And then you guys went off on a huge tangent about how guys need to be better about this. And then Barbara made a joke about hearing the blow dryer go off in the bathroom um, when your man's in there. And I laughed so fucking hard because I shit you not, my boyfriend does that. He will use the blow dryer to dry off his dick if he has drip. So... Anyway, I just had to share that little bit of information because I've seen him do that more than once. Also, pro tip to get rid of the dick drip, simply push on your gooch, squeeze from the base of the shaft to the tip of the penis, and you will squeeze out any additional dick drippage you have. So I don't know if this is still a problem for Sean, Tess, but if you want to subtly relay that information to him, um, yeah, I just thought I would, uh, you know, offer that little bit of helpful advice for y'all. Oh, my God. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you for all the laughs. Bye-bye. Hi, ladies. Um, just wanted to say hello. This is Katie from Sacramento. Um, I also picked up skating during this time. I ate shit in my parking lot um, in the apartment complex and tore my favorite leggings, and I bought um, knee pads and elbow pads, and I haven't skated again. Um, but I also want to say that I am an ER nurse, and don't worry, people have been coming into the ER with all their stupid shit all throughout the year. Don't you worry. Um, I had a lady who was, like, in her early 40s, and she came in, broke her arm because she was roller skating. And, yeah, a lot of the visit was just, like, helping her throughout her humiliation. Um, as far as Cass, I feel like we mostly just, like, put splints on these days and tell you to follow up with the ortho. Uh, you can't really color on them or draw on them, so it's not super fun. But if I was an adult with a cast, I would still color on it. Anyways, I love you guys. Um, Y'all have been just a beacon of light throughout this time. Um, Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, We need you. Love y'all. Bye.